Hey there, before we get started, the machine of nonsense, I've got a little bit of a correction for this episode. So in this episode, we talk a lot about poor things, and we say it's coming out September 8th. Well, uh, due to the writer's strike, we're actually getting that December 8th. Um, so swap September 8th for December 8th. We'll have poor things probably on our What's Coming Up in December episode. And now to the show. The Machine of Nonsense, episode 139, and oh, what's that? I see a symbol in the sky. Menfender's men symbol! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Here we are. That's right. The, the Menfenders are men symboling. <laughs> I'm your host, Eric. Sorry to <laughs> drag you into this, uh, Ryan, but uh-huh, you're in, you found me. You're in the Menfenders. It's a very special episode because uh, Kayla's not here yet, so it's uh, it's the Menfenders. It's uh, your host, Eric, joined by Mike. Hello, long time no see, Eric. Yes. And, and long time no see for Ryan, literally. <laughs> and Ryan. A long time no see for realsies this time. Yeah, uh, me and Mike uh, just <laughs> recorded last night. This is probably the quickest turnaround on recordings here. As I said, Kayla will be along in a little while, but we're doing our What's Coming Up in September episode. Uh, so it's me, Mike, and Ryan starting this one off. Um, before we get to that, Ryan, it's been it's been too long. What you been up to, man? It's been, it's been up to, I mean, Boulder's Gate 3. That's, that's all nice. I can say. Boulder's Gate 3... New Gillers expansion, uh, One Piece live actions like promotion stuff coming out, really exciting, and that's that's about it for now. Boulder's Gate's my life. Uh, yeah, how, how many good. do you got a, an hour count at this point on Boulder's Gate? Um, I think about 20, 30 hours. Now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's solid. That see, that's reasonable. I was gonna, I thought you know you would have said like a hundred and thirty or something yeah. like that. No. Uh, now, I mean, is it where I play it twice a week, um, and we do about you know about two to three hour sessions, and uh, taking it slow, just you know, it's a game to like soak in, you know, don't rush it, don't play like Diablo, it's not that kind of game. Um, amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. We'll be talking about that in just a little while, I think, uh, in in our September podcast. Um, when I just thought so, Ryan surprised us. I didn't think we were going to get Ryan on this episode. It, it's a it's a great surprise. I thought it'd be a wonderful time uh, to talk sorcerer, nineteen seventy seven sorcerer, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah. We haven't had a chance to talk about William Friedkin's uh, R.I.P. Uh, nineteen seventy seven sorcerer. Um, describe sorcerer for the audience, Mike. Uh set mainly in south america it is four guys who all have their own reasons to like need out of south america or or to get as much money as possible so they get involved in this scheme to transport dynamite like very unstable dynamite through the jungles of south america and uh it's just fuck it just kicks ass i don't (laughs) i don't know it's just the practical stuff that they do there's these really harrowing just remarkable how did they do it scenes with these giant trucks they look like fucking george lucas 
like Skywalker Ranch created these monsters, but they're like just real trucks that have ex- existed. They give them so much character uh, with, you know, like sorcerers painted on the side of one of them. That's that's the where the name of the movie comes from. And it it's just great. Uh, there's not a lot of dialogue and acting and and through most of, I mean there is act like there's a lot of just face stuff frustration these guys you know doing anything it takes to succeed in this mission uh, not a lot of notable actors in it Roy Scheider uh, you know from Jaws is one of the main main characters and uh, man if you're just like looking for you know if you're into directors that really crafted something and made something like he had to fight tooth and nail to get the budget he needed for this thing. It went way over budget. Um, it like transferred uh, studios at one point. So like it didn't get any of the marketing or anything, any, no one believed in this movie at all. And it's really like a treasure of the seventies that I don't think a lot of people know about. Original man fenders. My God, that sounds so wild. It's it's really cool. It's on it's on YouTube for free if you just want to watch it. I will say there's a whole section uh, that's in French, and in the YouTube cut, if you turn the subtitles on, they're in like uh, I, I think Polish. I think. Uh, so, up. <laughs> yeah. So so if you don't know French or Polish, uh, it's it's a little tough, but um. But quite good, quite good movie. I always say that uh, movies started in 1979 with with Alien, um, and uh, this one's not better than Alien, or I'm not going to change my stance. But it's definitely worth checking out, even you know, even though it's it doesn't uh, make the make the cut. But um, you can definitely tell it's it's the same dude who did the exorcist like this is a movie about people getting fucked up like there is a ton of violence and a ton of like uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, i can tell listen listen to this cast you got a arab bomber terrorist you have a mexican assassin you've got an old german former nazi like what what's going on in this film this sounds it, crazy it starts off wild because it starts off with four little vignettes of like to introduce these characters and they're all just doing like super violent super like you right away you're introduced to like these are four bad dudes like these are not guys you're really gonna be rooting for but then you kind of do you know like because because they go through some shit in the like nicaraguan jungle and um it's uh it's a ride it's it's good it's got some 70s funk to it and i don't mean like like the music i mean the like <laughs> they haven't really figured out uh how to cut films I, uh, you know but uh i will say i, I text mike no. as soon as i like started watching it um the move from film to digital was probably a bad idea like it this movie looks really Gorgeous. pretty like um yeah apparently there's a blu-ray that they released and it looks it's the best way to watch it mm-hmm. I, I i rented it on prime i don't know if that's the same or, or not but uh Man, just seventy-seven. They put some pretty movie, I, like six million. No, sorry, uh, twenty-two million dollar budget for a seventy-seven film. It, it looked like it, like it. I mean, like I said, yeah. it, it was beautiful uh, to look at. Like the the like film of it all was really good. It's all and shot then, on in the junk. Like it's it's there. It's not on a studio lot. It's it was like hell to make. Apparently, Schneider was like 
and hated Friedkin at towards you know towards the end of this shit. And apparently Schneider was just not a cool dude to be around <laughs> during any of this uh, film, you know, in the hot steamy jungles. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I it it made me it was nice to you know cross it off the bucket list that came off of the backlog email that we had a couple episodes ago. And uh, yeah, it led me down like a trail of like, oh, I want to like, is there a good pod, uh, you know, to go with this? I listened to Mark Marin's interview with Friedkin from a few years back. Uh, R.I.P. Friedkin. And uh, I don't know. I, I really, really dug it. I, I really enjoyed this movie <laughs> a yeah. lot. Yeah, I thought it was real, real good. Um, that's uh, that's like the last thing that I've checked out that we haven't already talked about, I guess. I mean, Caleb been playing a lot of Diablo. Um, yeah, all the, all the sitcoms we've been checking out. I saw uh, a film today. Okay. Okay. Oh, you told me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was I Oppenheimer? Saw, yeah. Uh, I liked it. Uh, yep. It didn't like blow my socks off, but I'm like, okay, I'm, this is neat. <laughs> like I get it. Like our government, you know, it's, it had a lot of Metal Gear Solid three vibes, uh, for <laughs> me, just the way. Really did Oppenheimer and the boss kind of are, uh, you know, heroes and scapegoats all, uh, all in one and, uh, just some, some really great performances in it. Uh, Kenneth Branagh, who we'll talk about later, I, I mm-hmm. thought was really great. Like, and he's not any, like there's just people who are in it for one scene, you know, and you're like, Oh, look at that guy. Oh, wow. He's in this. And, uh, really dug it. Yeah. Really, really liked it. Okay, there's there's insane. a lot of mic drops in that movie. It was just like, okay, that's all they had. That's it. That's fantastic. Yeah, Rami Malek just showing up being like a butler or something. I don't know what his deal is. Well, he was uh, another scientist, and yeah, he he shows up kind of in the eleventh hour. Uh, and uh, I I get the Downey buzz a bit. I, I, I like Downey. I thought he was really uh, good. I would still have uh, Goss over. Over Downey myself. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think um, Downey's not doing as much as, as Ryan Gosling's doing in, in, in Barbie. I mean, like, he's doing I think everything. Pe- I think people are having such a whiplash of, oh, fuck, that's right. He's not just Robert Downey Jr. He can act. Like, yeah. you know, from coming from Marvel. Uh, and it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. I, I wasn't, you know... Totally feel, blown away by it. I feel like it was a Robert Downey Jr. like you said. We I haven't had in a very long yeah. time, and it was refreshing. I was like, kind of took me back. I was like, oh shit, okay, he he's he's just just not Iron Man, you know? Yeah, because yeah, even right before Iron Man, like Zodiac, like he's still kind mm-hmm. of the same dude. Like he in Zodiac, he's kind of yeah. Tony Stark a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's and, weird. Yeah, seventies <laughs> Robert Downey. <laughs> right. Uh, so he is not that in in Oppenheimer at all. Uh, so. I saying that I think Matt Damon was the worst part of this movie. Oh yeah, oh, really? oh, interesting. Well, I thought he was kind of not even in the same decade or in, like i don't know just the way he was delivering these lines i don't know it just felt so foreign from mm. how everyone else seemed so of that era and he I, I he just stuck it. out to me i don't know and he's in a lot of the movie he is he's like yeah. co-lead and uh i don't know 
Everyone, I, everyone else, just really great. I thought Emily Blunt, even oh, toward I, like her character, just gets more and more to chew on. Yeah, and uh, very good. Always great to see Flo Florence Pugh. Uh, always, and you get to amazing. see her in this one. Always amazing. Uh, little little tidbit for Flo. Apparently, she's in the running for Rapunzel, and God, I hope that that happens. Okay. That sounds sounds amazing. Uh, Rapunzel. Huh. You know, there's that Tangled movie that everyone likes. That's Rapunzel, yeah. right? Yeah, no, that's yes. that's, that's the one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, Oh, good stuff. Yeah, uh, put Florence Pugh in everything. Doesn't matter. She's always she's always the best part. Even don't worry, darling. Uh, what a what a disappointing movie. But uh, <laughs> anything that's pretty else? Much, uh, I'm just ge- getting geeked for Sea of Stars tomorrow. The reviews are coming in. Uh, wasn't expecting a 90 from this one, but it looks like you I know. Guess I'll take it. Like it's, it's sitting at like a ninety-two or ninety-four or something like right now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Chrono inspired is the uh, the the buzzword. Uh, so oh, absolutely. It's they're not denying that. Like, uh, so just an absolutely gorgeous game. I've watched like uh, Kyle Hilliard's review on Game Informer. I watched the video on that, and because he he's kind of the you know as far as like a, a throwback RPG. If he's into it, like that kind of tells me, you know, I'm going to be into it too. And he gave it a nine. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, Mr. Be- uh, Mr. Greg Miller was raving about today and I was, I was like, Ooh. oh, wow. Okay. Maybe, maybe another. another and Greg doesn't for- fuck with yeah. fucking RPGs. Like I know. That. I know. It's weird. Oh, I don't that's know. interesting. It must well, be awesome. I, I can't well, wait. Only if I was an astronomer. I like the demo. So, mm. uh, I saw about a thirty-hour runtime, which is nice. I, yeah. I was hoping it wasn't, you know, too too big there, because um, I think like Chained Echoes, uh, another like throwback RPG that I really liked last year. I think that was over thirty hours, and it got a little stale near near the end, where I was like, man, this this could have wrapped up a little more more cleanly. So thirty thirty feels about right for like something oh, that's yeah. trying oh, yeah. to be like an SNES uh rpg kind of thing um so that's awesome yeah sea of stars that's coming to uh game pass and ps plus right yeah that's that's yeah i'm gonna play it on playstation i don't know uh i think i like the xbox controller better just in, in in terms of the two controllers so i might i don't know maybe i'll download on both i have the power i don't know starfield took up so much of my uh Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) I did have to uh, uninstall a a couple things. Yeah. Uh, And I'm sure day one, it's going to even take just as much. I mean, boulders is just as big, man. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's the year of big games, right? Jedi survivor for me, was like 150 gigabytes. Huge. Start. You got Starfield coming. Boulders is huge. It's just like, Oh my God. I didn't need a bigger hard drive. (laughs) We got to do like a year like comparison like maybe we can do it for all three tv movie and games but like just to compare this year to to other timers 98 the 2007 kind of thing you know yeah that's that's gonna that has to happen because i i think there's a good chance this goes down in and you know top three maybe or something I think it already time. would be if we ended yeah. the year today even wow. the day before you know sea of stars and a week before starfield I, 
It's really good. It's, I, I don't know. Words. Embarrassment of riches this year. Better, Tough to better. keep up with it all is really the only complaint I, I can have. I, I'm, I'm not. I know towards game of the game of the year time. I think we're all going to have very uh, different lists. And uh, I think so too. I mean, I told myself this year you need to like actually consume stuff and just not like a couple of things a year. I've been trying, and so like you said, it's so hard to keep up. There's just so much all the time. Where do I find the time? <laughs> yeah, free time. Yeah, and I try to do it in all three categories. You know, I really I watch a, a lot of TV, watch a lot of movies, and play a, a you know try to play a lot of games. And it's just like I I could easily fill either of the I could fill all my time with either of the categories. You right. know, like right. and it's it's insane. Um, so much, yeah, so yeah. much. And you know, to kind of just talk about like how much we're getting this year with Rider Strike and everything happening. Who knows when we'll get another like okay year? I think the next couple years will just be just all right. We'll have a couple big hitters, but like nothing like this year. Definitely not. Yeah, I'm kind of almost relishing it a little bit. I'm like, okay, maybe like the beginning of next year will be really slow, and I can use that to like catch up, uh, get some some backlog stuff going. Um, but you know, I don't know. I want people to work, and I want new stuff to come out too. So. I don't... <laughs> I hope the strike goes goes well for everyone. Hope they get a nice, nice big contract uh, for all the writers. September. Let's go. September. I'm ready for fall, baby. Hit me. <laughs> oh, don't don't say that word. That's a four letter word. Ugh, I am oh. not ready for fall. Um. September. Um, we've been mentioning a, a lot of games coming up, and and uh, September's no different. Uh, but we start off uh, with two films: uh, The Equalizer Three coming to theaters September first, and Bottoms also coming to theaters September first. Um, the Equalizer Three. I've never seen any of the Equalizer films. Uh, I've heard Me they're either. actually pretty cool. They look like pretty solid, decent action movies, but I I saw that Dakota Fanning's in this one, and I just wanted to note that uh, the, the Man on Fire connection, the Denzel-Dakota Fanning. I, I think they're totally winking at uh, yeah. at that, for sure. And they, they like 20 years later, right, or something? Yeah, just pretty pretty close. Yeah, I think so. And that gets me. I don't, I don't know. I love Man on Fire. I think it's one of Denzel's, like, maybe more underrated, like, kind of performances or, or movies. Uh, I think people dig it, but I don't know that it comes up in, in conversation enough in, in regards to No to inside Denzel. man. Right, yeah. I don't, I don't think it, it comes up like that, and I, I think it's right up there. Um, he's looking a, a little... A little old, uh, I would say, Denzel. Um, but uh, I think he can still do it. I think he's still going to kill all those guys that he kills in the trailer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I saw. I caught the trailer today at Oppenheimer, and it was one of the best trailers out of the 15 that I saw. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you think so? This this movie looked pretty dope. I I, I don't know. I've, I've always wanted to dip my toe into Equalizer and just kind of haven't yet. Uh, Rewatchables uh, tonight is Equalizer One, uh, oh, so nice. might have to finally watch it and uh, check out the the pod to go with it. I wonder where those are. Are those streaming anywhere? You know, I wonder. I think I've passed them up a few hundred times on on one <laughs> platform <laughs> or another. So yeah, some it's on something. 
Good, good. Yeah, I, I'd watch. I don't. Kayla's not really a big, uh, you know, silly action movie, uh, but um, I am. Bottoms, though, also coming to theaters September 1st. Uh, quite different. A um, lesbian sex comedy uh, starring our girl Io Itabiri, Um And a uh, <laughs> bunch of high school girls start a fight club so that they can get laid. Um, wild premise, fun yeah. trailer, and uh, cool cool cast. Marshawn Lynch is in this. Uh, yeah. So you know why he's here. And um, I don't know. It just looks like a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Rachel Sinoy is it? I don't know if it's Sinat or Sinoy or something, but she's our other co lead from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies as yeah. well. Our girl, I love her. Uh, I I'm really excited for this one. I just uh, so we went out to dinner the other night with um, uh, this woman who has she's got a couple kids and one of them's like I think she's she's just maybe turned a teenager or something. I always wonder like are are the kids watching movies? Are the kids like going out to movies and like her and her buddies are all going and like seeing bottoms together? Uh, like yeah, like a group of like six teenage girls high school girls or whatever all gonna go see see bottoms uh so that's cool I mean, <laughs> they're advertising as just like the teen comedy like yeah. the you know so. american pie and their generation that's what they're, they're kind of yeah that's about. what i want i want yeah, an american pie uh you know uh what uh super bad you know that kind of thing i we don't Dude, get wow. That's enough of those anymore totally and don't invoke the god super bad just like that <laughs> you know we we haven't had a super bad since super bad and i'd like to have a you know a super bad so um we'll see if that's bottoms but uh yeah that's september 1st coming to to theaters uh september 6th we get two big video game releases we get uh baldur's gate 3 as ryan mentioned but it's coming to ps5 uh so now the rest of us can play it um those not in the pc master race um and uh starfield a little game that we've talked a little bit about as well uh coming to pc and xbox uh series uh same day um I guess I got to download both of them. Oh, I got Starfield pre-downloaded, but uh, big file sizes. And um, yeah. I guess I'm playing Starfield first because coming into this year, I was way more yeah. excited for Starfield. I didn't, I wasn't even aware of Baldur's Gate, but like the hype is insane on Baldur's Gate. You know, like it's tough. It's, uh... Both of these games feel like homework to me, mm. Uh, mm. but Starfield feels like the homework I I know how to do <laughs> and boulder skate is the stuff where i'm i'd have to fucking open a book fuck no, you, can, you can cheat off my test it's all right um yeah i, I would yeah, say dude. if you're going to boulder skate you know you, they kind of yeah. expect there's a there's a level of expectation maybe not as intense as like yeah you know, it, it's basically off like D D fifth edition right and how combat works and how things just play generally and they, they kind of have the expectation for you to know those basics and um, I don't think it's that complicated, but there are things that you look confused, get confused by. Um, just like, you yes. know, what does it mean? What's a saving throw or what's a armor check and what's a whatever, you know, little terms and acronyms you might have to possibly know. But I, I think once you get the hang of combat and you understand the flow and like your actions, because you just can't go and hit somebody repeatedly, right? You have actions within turn. It's a you know, a turn-based thing. You right, and then I mess up roll. those actions, and Possibly. I get frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And then I yeah. don't play it again. 
Well, I, I, I suggest playing with a friend or having your companions, you know, be stronger in like places that your character might not be. Like I play a bard right now and I'm terrible at strength, I'm terrible at whatever, but I'm like a supporting uh supporting character that just makes the bad guys have disadvantage during fights and it's fun yeah, and I can buffs and debuffs and stuff. Yeah, slur insults and shit at them or like <laughs> throw rocks or I don't know, punch him in the dick. You know, maybe not that, but like shove him and stuff. But it's it's fun. It's uh Oh you're playing jackass game. is what you're Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you could, you could. No, I've seen like full man parties of just four naked gnomes going around making, you know, havoc and it's just so much fun. I've heard that just shoving people off of something high is the way to go. <laughs> it works, man. If you're just pissed and you just want to yeah. break game. I imagine it's the type of game just like probably like Dungeons and Dragons where like if you can find someone to play with who's like a DM, like who's, who knows what they're doing or something, it would work a lot similar to having a good, uh, you know, DM in, in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I'll be playing with Kayla at least sitting next to me and <laughs> she's never played Dungeons and Dragons of any kind. So we'll be, uh, we'll be fish out of water a little bit, but, um, I don't I will know. Say, th- say this going into it. Um, you know, unlike other games where they kind of put that quasi, oh, your actions mean something, but later kind of like sort of funnel into like one centered story, this, everything fucking matters. Like everything matters. You're, you're going to be, you're going to hold, you know, throw up a, a tomato at somebody across the room. They're going to fight you. You know, there's going to be consequences right. for those actions. And like, and people in your party will have either, they'll, they'll either favor, favor some of the things you say or not favor some of the things you say. And then, you know, depending who you want romance or like whatever, that all play into each other. So really talk about what you say before you say it, you know, if that matters to you in your group of friends. Well, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get so obsessed with just save scumming in this game. If that's I really okay. do devote that's time okay. to it. Yeah, but it, <sighs> I, enjoy I don't the know. It, it still seems like there's a part in my gamer brain that says, you pussy, <laughs> you fucking <idiot." laughs> Go with your go with what happened. And it's so funny uh, when you do because uh, when you roll that one natural one, and you know you thought, oh, for sure, I'm gonna get, <laughs> I'm sure gonna break out of prison. No, no. Anyways, yeah, Baldur's Gate, my game of the year, hands down, amazing. Yeah, uh, I'll, I, I'm I'm not gonna do any save scumming myself. I I didn't do it for like XCOM when I played XCOM. Oh, and, so uh, much. Yeah, no, I live with my my decisions. Oftentimes, that's scum com for me. That's a true man. Yeah, uh, Starfield. You two, you two, really excited for that? You know, I'm no. indifferent. I'm indifferent. I'm gonna like gonna be like a wait and see with it. But Eric, it seems like you're kind of invested a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I'm so invested that I'm. I'm kind of concerned. Like I'm. I'm really concerned that the reviews are gonna come out and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, it's like it. It's like an eight. You know, I I really want it to be like a 10 and I want it to be like at the end of the year, I'm very excited to have a conversation where it's like Baldur's Gate, Tears of the Kingdom and Starfield. And then maybe, you know, yeah, like sea, sea of Stars or something as the fun indie pick, you know, something like that, like um, or you know, Dave the Diver or something as the like, you know, Dark Horse kind of thing. Um, If. If it, you know, is mid or, you know, or bad even, 
Um, that that would be really disappointing because, like, I think Xbox needs a win. Um, I think like it's a game, like Mike said, it it's like a a well trod ground at this point. Like, love Skyrim, love Fallout Four. If this is a both of those games kind of pushed together and also with like cool NASA inspired space stuff, like the pitch sounds great to me and. Um, I even feel like I'm going to not interact with a lot of the systems that they're talking about and stuff like, oh, there's a thousand worlds and, and there's uh crazy customization that you can do and all that. Like, I want like a really cool 50 hour like story that takes me in into the stars and where I get some cool weapons and and you know wherever it ends up i feel like satisfied that's what i want and then like if there's some cool ship combat too and i interact a little bit with customizing my ship great but you know we'll see pete hines had a quote recently that made me just kind of groan out loud and it was uh the game doesn't even get really cool until after the last mission like <laughs> Like, oh, great. <laughs> that doesn't, that, Man. I, I really want cool up front. <laughs> like, I want, like, <laughs> yeah. That does make you feel confident. You know, I think one of the reasons why I didn't pre order it this time around, I think just the year Microsoft has had, well, Xbox has had, um, you know, if they didn't have so many like issues this past year, I've been like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll pre order it. No big deal. But now it's just kind of like wait and see for me. And when I hear stuff like that, Mike, it reminds me of like when people say, "Oh, you should just play Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> it doesn't get good. It doesn't. The story doesn't get good until you know level 60." I'm like, "Well, fuck. You know, I mean, if I gotta, you know, not like yeah. the game up 60 levels, why the hell am I playing in the first place?" Yeah, I really yeah. hope that's just hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they they gave out review pretty early. Like people have been playing it for weeks, uh, which they've kind of walk back they're like we're only giving out review code day of i think that they were like pretty stern on that after fallout 4 uh which kind of i guess they've you know chosen to just not be shitty <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know uh I, it get seems like they're confident in it i don't know that's all i'm saying didn't What's that arrested? Right? Didn't someone get arrested over Starfield in the news recently? Something about like oh, I don't know, releasing the game early or something like oh, that, a leak or something. Yeah, yeah. I know there yeah. was. Oh, they there they would leaks. totally be a company that wants to send somebody to the fucking <laughs> to the gallows for fucking <laughs> releasing, you know, leaking their shit out. But yeah, I think like a Walmart in somewhere like did sell a couple copies oh, wow. uh and and there was some like footage on on like youtube and stuff they're and gonna ban that guy you love to see it <laughs> but uh yeah so that's starfield and baldur's gate 3 two of the biggest games uh of this year and you know yeah we'll uh, definitely be checking back in with both of those yeah i think without a doubt september 6th um xbox and playstation both have Big old RPGs. Uh, Poor Things coming to theaters September 8th. This is the new Yargos Lanthimos uh, film starring uh, Emma Stone as well as Willem Dafoe. And uh, who else we got? Uh, Mark Ruffalo is in this one too. This is basically a interesting take on... Uh, and, and Kayla right on cue is jumping in as we talk about Poor Things. Um, 
I think. I'm glad. I did not want to talk about poor things without getting checking Kayla's pulse on this one. I'm excited to ask her. <laughs> she's figuring out her camera. She's she's getting it. There it is. Poor things? Uh, we just got to poor things on the yeah. uh, on the script. Kayla just did a rocket power intro. That was so cool. Like when they <laughs> it was pretty intense. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. She's even got the bandana. Oh man. Straight <laughs> <I do. laughs> gangster. Oh, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, hey. <laughs> so yeah, we just started on um Poor Things coming out September eighth. I didn't realize it was so soon. We have to watch like a bunch of Yargos Lanthimos films uh to to do we were gonna have an episode on on him but uh yeah emma stone mark ruffalo and willem defoe uh this is a take on the frankenstein tale emma stone is a uh frankenstein's monster uh willem defoe is is frankenstein and um this looks wonderful (laughs) this looks wild um are you as excited as i am gala for poor things that's it gets for anything emma stone does so Right. I'm in. It looks so surreal too. Like I just they they released a second trailer um a couple days ago, I think, and just watched that one. Um yeah, it's look like they're do they're doing black and white. Um it it almost has like a uh a Wes Anderson feel with these weird mm-hmm. like bespoke sets and stuff. Like just it looks like they're doing like really leaning into the surreal of it and um letting Emma cook too. The trailer totally gave me like if Tim Burton made Barbie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's funny because I saw this preview while you know watching Barbie, and uh, I was like, "Man, that looks everything and more." Absolutely, very That's intriguing. A- like mm-hmm. unique. It yeah, I don't know that it makes it clear that it's about Frankenstein's monster. Well, it's like it's 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 actually not like it's it's not actually like Frankenstein, but it's a take on on it. You know, like she is a creation of some kind, you know, um, by this this doctor. It's like inspired by Frankenstein, you know. Yeah, I don't know that I got that out of just watching the trailer. I just Mm. know that because you've told me it. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I think you got it. Yeah. It's it's a little bit of the context of it. They don't they don't spell it out like. They show her getting like shocked and everything, and mm-hmm. it just seems like you know Willem Dafoe is clearly like a stitched together person already, like who's experimented on himself. I Isn't guess. he always? That man just shows up that way. <laughs> Ready to go. Yeah, he did his own makeup, I think, in this one. Oh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it really looks like they're letting um, Emma be be weird, and uh, you know, yeah. just uh, and. I don't know. I, I'm I'm really excited about about. It'll be charming. Yeah. You guys are gonna check out all of his movies. You said uh, we're really? gonna check out. So we've seen the favorite, and and I right. I really enjoyed that. I think you you dug that one, right, Kayla? I think we picked out like three of them that we wanted. Love to Olivia Coleman in that one. Yes. Yeah, she's wonderful. Won the Oscar That's... for that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen The Lobster as well. Uh, that was one that of them. Interesting film. <laughs> I don't know if I love The Lobster, but. Um, it's entertaining. It's, 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 I don't know what else he's got out. Is he like that sacred deer killing of a sacred deer? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. I think those were the three that actually we're going to check out. We're killing a sacred deer, the lobster and poor things. Cause we've already seen the favorite. And then we're cool. going to have a conversation around, uh, around that, um, with is, our good friend, Patrick. 
Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. He's uh, a big fan of the work of Lanthimos. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's theaters, right? For that's that? theaters, yeah, September okay. 8th. Yeah, yeah, coming to theaters. Um, yeah, I don't know who's releasing that or what, what streamer it'll um, eventually come to. But That's uh, probably when I'll check that one out. Yeah, I don't think that'll be in theaters long. I, I don't think that's going to have a, you know... It, unfortunately, a movie like that, I just feel like, isn't gonna probably be that successful um but it could be fantastic <laughs> nonetheless yeah like past lives is available on vod right now it's 20 mm. bucks you gotta you know flat fee you own it uh but i just can't get minari again you know mm. like i just can't like have i don't know if it's just okay uh you know or no like nomad land i paid 20 bucks for that too and uh they were just, eh, that's fine. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just going to hold off and wait till it's on something I pay for. <laughs> when we have the Oscar talk. Uh, so that's Poor Things coming to, to theaters September 8th. Um, September 12th, we get uh, Myth Force coming to everything. This is Switch, PC, Xbox One, uh, PS4, 5, Xbox Series X and S. So we're getting it on everything. This is the uh, 80s Saturday morning cartoon inspired uh roguelike also uh co-op four player co-op uh first person game it's got all the adjectives uh pretty much yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, i it's i watched uh, yeah and the myth um i watched some uh id at xbox ign's uh show did a uh, did like a 10 minute like little demo playthrough of it um for they'll for their um uh, writers there uh just kind of were thrown into it and it just it looks cool it looks very like diablo-esque the the roguelite aspect didn't come out too much you went to these like shrines and you got certain like little little buffs that i guess maybe change as you go to different dungeons or or, or what hades have you. sounds like right? yeah yeah some Boons. some hades aspects to it um i really like the aesthetic i like the the like uh What's that? Dragon's Lair, right? It looks like it really has that feel. God, it's too clean, though, for me. I don't know. Mm. It's very, very clean. Yeah, it has no kind of shadow or anything. <laughs> like it, it's just, I don't know. It. It looks like a mobile game it, to me. I it don't bothers know me a little yeah. bit. Okay. Look at okay. Why I, did you add this, Eric? I know. I know. Shit. Uh, Myth Force yeah, catching strays. Well, Kayla will play Myth Force, and they they don't have to. Give me a Thunder Force yeah, game. Yeah, I think Force. There's so many games. Co-op, man. We we love our co-op games. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Myth Force uh, for for the non-naysayers coming September 12th to everything. Um, we could touch just very briefly on September 15th on a Haunting in Venice uh, coming to theaters. This is a what I didn't know. Agatha Christie also wrote like horror. Uh, books as well. I know, you know, she's the, the murder mystery queen. Um, I think the most successful writer, like, of all time also, uh, at, at least commercially. Um, but A Haunting in Venice is the third in Kenneth Branagh's uh, Hercule Poirot uh, trilogy at this point. I I liked Murder on the Orient Express and um, on the Death on the Nile, both. Yeah. Um, I I like murder mysteries. I think both of those are, like, well done great like ensemble casts and this is that with a horror bent um 
the cast is 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 stacked as the other ones were. You've got like Michelle Yeoh, um, yeah, obviously Kenneth Branagh in in the Perot row, uh, Jamie Dornan, uh, who I I kind of dig, um, uh, and Tina Fey, uh, who I just found out was was in it. Um, not, not expected. That was, that was a, Gotta bring some comedic yeah. relief. I mean, yeah, for sure, on. absolutely. Yeah, so I think this is one like. As with the other two, once they got to streaming, I was like, oh, let's watch this one night, you know? And it's just a, a solid two hours on a Friday kind of kind of situation. And I, I don't know. I think this has the same. Uh, this movie looks vibe. fucking cool. Yeah. Looks I thought, like, to me, Orient Express and Nile just looked like bleached, clean versions of, like, that kind of style. This looked more like... Um, what was that werewolf movie from a year or two ago that people liked? Oh. Um, it was like the murder mystery and a snowy werewolves within. Yeah. 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 Uh, and based on like a VR game or something. Yeah. And I didn't really dig that one. I, I think this one might be a lot better, like just more pedigree behind it and everything. Supernatural horror murder mystery. Oh, let's go. Yeah, and Kenneth Branagh, man, that, that dude, that dude cooks. I I like Branagh a lot. I, yeah. only, I only like Wait, him in no. Nolan movies. Dunkirk, <laughs> Oppenheimer, man. Tenet, he's good in Tenet. Oh, okay, all right. All he's right. the bad guy. He's the bad guy in Tenet. It's good. Oh, he can never be the bad guy. Oh, he's good. Um, uh, Belfast was really good. Um, really like that one. I didn't love Belfast. No. Oh man, I dug. I dug that one. Um. He's not even in it, right? Like it's just, it's, but he like directed it. But um, anyway, that's a haunting in Venice coming to theaters September fifteenth. Uh, September nineteenth, we get two uh, games. We get Liza P coming to um, just about everything except Switch, and uh, this will be a Game Pass day one as well. Um, this is the one Pinocchio Dark Souls game. game, or one of your fine Final Fantasy games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, one of my. I think I only have two fantasy picks left uh, to to release, and uh, Liza P is one of them. Uh, I think I drafted it a little high. I remember I drafted it like maybe fifth round or something, and no one else was as high on it. But um, I I still think I think the concept's cool. The more um, it was announced, what over a year ago? Yeah, a couple years ago, and. as it's we've gotten little gameplay snippets there's there was a demo i think you you played that mike um yeah i did yeah and uh i feel like it's it's the hype level's gone up generally around like the the gaming industry and i think the concept's great pinocchio dark souls bloodborne game like uh i, I think who would have thought yeah, let's launch that around the time of Starfield, Baldur's Gate, and then right after is Mortal Kombat. Sorry to spoil the next thing we're talking about. But. <laughs> that doesn't speak to the quality of the tough. game. They, the, 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 the quality of their PR team uh, will really have to shine out. We'll, we'll see. I just feel bad for the game. Like, I, I do, yeah. I, it should have. Maybe they could have gotten it out in that dry july the august was a bit you know like a lot of people kind of playing different stuff because nothing too huge was coming out uh i don't know i i i I hope it's good i didn't love the demo so yeah the demo i i thought aesthetically it was very unique um you know it's very souls it's you know yeah very souls for sure but uh 
I think I get down to aesthetic. We'll, we'll see if I actually like it when it full comes out. I think you should play it, Kayla, coming right off of uh, Jedi Survivor. Uh, you've got the, like, Souls oh. combat going right now. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in playing it. Oh. Cool. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's coming to everything except Switch, but somehow the next one on uh, September 19th, Mortal Kombat 1, yeah, is wild. coming to Switch. Uh, yeah. Also coming to all the uh, current gen, uh, so that's PS5. not a cloud version either, I don't think. I have I... no idea what they're, how, <laughs> what magic uh, Kung Lao is cooked up to, to get it on Switch, but uh, you... I, you super popped for the presentation uh the gamescom uh mortal Kombat presentation mike you you had text me yeah i just checked out like i was just kind of trying to see what was big at opening night live from gamescom and it was like i think titled like outer land gods trailer or some shit and god man just to see like the cool like how slick the cameos look when they're coming in and out uh just the effects on these characters raiden's fucking lightning looks unbelievable like the facial stuff it's like man nether realm just knew like how to just keep keep fucking you know getting the investors to like <laughs> make sure they they uh they okay these projects like okay we're it's going to look like the best it's going to have the coolest single player storyline and it looks like they're just going to deliver, and I'm glad I drafted it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even remember what drove us to like play all of the Mortal Kombat's or all the like modern Mortal Kombat's, but we those are cool. Eleven MK Eleven came out, and I think was that what it was? Yeah, I think so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since that reboot of of nine or just Mortal, I think it's just titled Mortal Kombat. Um, from nine, yeah. ten, eleven, like what they've done with the story mode, and now this is a a, a reboot on top of that reboot. Like, um, how did they, how how could they even do that? It just sounds crazy. It, yeah, and and what they've done to like recontextualize all the characters, Kung Lao yeah. or uh. Liu Kang as the uh, I just got Kung Lao in the brain for whatever reason. Uh, Liu Kang as the no. the elder god, the the god of lightning, and Raiden as his like apprentice kind of right. like the 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 swap of that those roles. I think yeah. that's cool as fuck. It's so it's crazy cool. that they haven't pulled that card in over thirty years. I'm like, <laughs> all right, let's just make him him now. <laughs> like, they've done the kill Liu Kang and bring him back. They've done that. Uh, but. And the antagonist is like what Shao Kahn's wife, or whatever, right? Or whatever. Sindel, her name is. yeah, Sindel? seems to be right. a big part. The crazy of it. wild hair. It seems like the um, Motaro, right? Is is the main guy, or or no? She she can summon Motaro. I don't know. I know Motaro was big in the the uh, uh, trailer. Um, she was like summoning fucking like Kintaro or one of them weird ass oh, characters. Okay. I don't know. I I honestly I'm not guys, super. Yeah into mortal Kombat that much but I know they're bringing back like some weird ps2 era like armageddon deception type characters saw my boy kenshi in there the the blind swordsman uh so it it's cool it's it's wild that they they have that kind of legacy and fan base that could pop for like oh that fucking you know they brought quan chi back or something you know like that that you know, Bo Bo Raicho is fucking back, like that, that kind of stuff. 
without uh, being stale you know like it's it's it is it's a real achievement honestly to to do that um yeah they've still you know pushed boundaries and stay cool you know i don't i don't know if it's all just people our age really into this game because it is the best-selling fighting game franchise out there right now still and uh or if, if kids are out there really into it, I don't know. I, I haven't. They're hope. I think that's what they're hoping for. With, right. With of this. course. But I was, man, it's the fidelity of these games now and what they're doing. I saw some of just they weren't even fatalities. They're just the X-ray moves and, you know, a lot of stuff going through eyeballs, and, you know, real, real gruesome stuff. And I, I haven't. Uh, we watched the ring the other night, but I won't show them. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. That's where I draw them. I don't know. Any, like, teenage kid that I take care of at work, they are not playing any type of game like this. They're all playing online. Fortnite or Valorant or League or those are the hot games. I don't know how you get those people into something like this. I wonder if this will end up being a decent... Like, I wonder if the other games do numbers on, like, Twitch or anything. Just, I, I wonder if fatalities still are a, like, schoolyard thing. Like, oh, man, I saw this really cool, like, fatality, you know, how it was for us or whatever. Right. I, I could see that still doing well on, like, Twitch, you know, like, for a teenager or even a preteen or something. Like, oh, my God, I was watching my favorite streamer and they ripped out someone's eyes or you know whatever gonna be huge in the fighting game community at first i don't know i don't think 11 really held that much like evo hype or anything like that um fighting games don't typically do well on twitch um you get smash occasionally will be pretty high if there's something big in the community that's happening or um you know i, I saw that was like guilty gear um you know because they've always reiterating on that new new games and that does pretty well but you know once it's hot like street fighter was huge on twitch from when it came out and right sure mortal kind will be huge when it comes up but they all kind of like they just simmer down to their own fizzle. communities and yeah fizzle away well, that'll be uh, Mortal Kombat One coming September nineteenth to uh, to Switch. Everyone's gonna get it on the Switch. So um, I'll look look to find you guys on NSO. Play play some Mortal Kombat One. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the next day, um, coming to uh, Xbox Series Xbox One and PC as well as Game Pass. Um, Party Animals. Uh, this. This looks like a lot of fun. This is like yes. the, uh, it's gang beasts. It's gang beasts, but it seems it's gang beasts mixed with um, what was not Among Us, but the other one, Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Yeah, it, it feels like it's a yeah. Fall Guys mixed with the gang beasts. Uh, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. But they might make you fall down. Um, it just looks cute and fun. And gang beasts yeah. was a lot of fun. And uh, I I want to play it. I want to play party animals. I want to play it with you guys. Uh, so we should all play party animals. Um, I'm definitely getting it. Uh, the kid, I've made the kids watch so many video game presentations this summer <laughs> and they always pop for party animals when it came up. Cause we did get big into gang beasts for a while. We had to stop playing cause feelings were getting hurt. And <laughs> it was, fights were hat. Like it was fucking gang beasts in real life. Like <laughs> shit was going down. Gang gang. Uh, 
I hope this one can be a little little more of a calmer experience, but uh, uh, we're we're pumped for sure. Oh, party animals! Yeah, that that looks like a a really fun game. Um, the next day, September twenty first, Payday three comes to PS five, Xbox Series, and PC. That one's also a, a Game Pass game as well. Uh, I've always been intrigued by the Payday series, and um, you know, like I just dig co-op shooters and and, and stuff like that. I love heists, um, and it's coming to Game Pass, so I thought I'd put it on the list because I think there's a decent chance. I want, you know, we've we've dabbled four-player Diablo, we've dabbled with Back for Blood, Grounded, you know, like I. I want one of them to really stick. That would be nice, and who knows? Maybe, maybe paydays that uh, that dart on the board, or maybe it's Monster Hunter. But uh, payday is—I uh, know two has been around so long, and it's kind of built this like huge cult following. And from what I've heard, when people try to dive in, it's really tough mm. with playing with with pros because. They know all the strats, you know, and if you're not keeping up and you fall behind, like they're mad at you and stuff. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, super fun game. The old ones, I really enjoyed them. Oh, sweet! Yeah, it, it yeah. sounds really cool. Like just doing, you know, these. They're like randomly generated to a point. I would think heist, at least certain things that can happen within the, the heist. I'm sure are mixed up, and uh, uh, this is probably a good jumping off point. I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. To, to get to dive in. Yeah, so that's payday three coming to uh, next gen and PC or this gen. It's current gen at this point. Is what three years into the generation? I think it's current gen at this point. Current gen. Uh, current gen. Fuck the old gen. <laughs> uh, September twenty second brings dumb money to theaters and continent the continental from the world of John Wick to Peacock on September twenty second terrible name for uh the show coming to peacock this is a limited series based in the 70s at the continental the hotel from the john wick movies um trailer looks cool i and i like that it's a limited series it's just three episodes um it tells the origin story of um i can't think of his name now but the uh winston winston yes um uh, tells his origin story, what what he was up to in the 70s. It looks like he has to take over the the hotel, the Continental, from Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson yeah, is in this yeah. one. And um, we get a young Charon as well, uh, R.I.P. Mm. Lance Reddick. Um, and uh, I don't know, this looks cool. I, I, I popped tremendously for John Wick 4 this year. Uh, I want more John Wick, I think, in my life. And I think that universe could still be effective even without John being a part of it. Yeah, without I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a goofy-ass world. Right, and John Wick does, takes it very, takes the goofy very seriously in this seemed to be leaning in it had earth wind and fire fucking playing and you know shining star which does not just doesn't go with john wick it just doesn't like uh normally the soundtrack is like that pulsating kind of just like club music kind of thing going type and, of, yeah. uh, i don't know it does have like a kind of game of death like every you know having to battle through every floor and seeing which kind of cool assassin is on every floor uh kind of part that that might just be like a a middle episode might be all of that stuff or something but 
I'm for it. I don't know. I don't know. I like weird assassin teams. I like like Kill yeah. Bill. I like uh, what's that Bullet movie train. you really like, Kayla? Yeah, Bullet Train. The one you really like, Kayla. Uh, mm-hmm. That's helpful. With all the assassins <laughs> that are, have to get the guy. Uh, it's fine, uh, Mr. Wright. We talk Dunwich. about it actually quite often. It came out like I don't know, two thousand five or something. Um, you'll you'll think of it. Smoking aces. Smoking aces. Thank okay, you. There we go. We talk about smoking aces like all the time. I know you do. <laughs> and that's another one where like get a bunch of assassins in a in a hotel. I mean, I liked that movie when I was thirteen. I don't think I've seen it since, but. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it holds. Eric up. doesn't grow like <laughs> some of us. Okay, he, he it likes was, a, it likes. was a big transition moment for me, you know. <laughs> oh, so that's the Continental from the world of John Wick uh, limited three episodes on Peacock. But Dumb Money, same day, coming to theaters September 22nd. Um, what a cast! This is the one of our first. Um, one of our first set of episodes, I think we were talking about the first like two or three episodes of this this pod was all about the the GameStop stocks. Uh, was like the big news in in the background, and uh, we you know we didn't spend too much time on it. But this is the the biopic of that whole scenario, um, led by this cast insane paul dano in the main is the main character but we got sebastian stan seth rogan dane dehan vincent d'onofrio america ferreira shailene woodley clancy brown nick offerman pete davidson like it's it's a lot of fun it's uh, it looks really cool too it looks it looks really well done like it looks tense and um from a paul dano's just uh really good at like getting people to follow him in chat rooms huh (laughs) <laughs> i think you're right uh i i think i'm i've got season tickets i think maybe for uh for mr dano at this point and um it's a it's a silly story that everything that happened with with the gamestop stock and when they i think six weeks after that all happened they were like yep they're, they're gonna make a movie about it and and when it actually when i see the actual like trailer for it i'm like Wow, this looks legit. This yeah. looks like it's gonna be good instead of something stupid. Yeah, I got strange. all, all of my stock in Seth Rogen. So if he had anything to do with any of this writing, which I'm sure he did, um, I'm pulling, I'm putting my stock in wherever he tells me to. After TMNT, I'm all for the Seth Rogen. He's great. Uh, you know, it's it's weird, and I can see all these actors and what they do. They get passionate about like kind of speaking to something greater. And obviously the bigger message of like, you know, basically they're only getting more richer and then it's not made for the the average person. Like, you know, invest a little bit of money and do all these things and maybe get ahead or what have you. But it speaks to the culture of like the moment, I think, in a big, bad way in many levels. And uh, I'm excited. It seems really, really fun and uh, exciting to watch. I don't know. It just seems like its politics are really pandering. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're pro little guy. Come see me. I don't know. Uh, was uh, was not into this story at all when it was happening. Uh, so I'm kind of just like, how a movie about this? You know, this mm-hmm. is like in it's in that category of me with like the Cheeto movie and Air and the Beanie Baby movie, like. <laughs> Just the IP averse, and uh, I 
ah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. All right, no myth verse and no dumb money for Mike. Uh, that's okay. Myth no force. <laughs> I called it wrong. Myth verse. I don't want myth verse either. Sounds <laughs> dumb. <laughs> oh, you're not good at pitching things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, myth verse. But it's like a singing game. I think probably. Um, September twenty sixth, we get. Phantom Liberty, the DLC for Cyberpunk 2077 coming to PS5, Xbox Series, and PC. Um, haven't played Cyberpunk since shortly after its release. Enjoyed it despite the bugs. Uh, I know Aaron has put in like hundreds of hours at this point, and um, I'm excited to hear that Like by the end of the year he's had like 500 hours into uh, Cyberpunk or something. Because it's probably game, already pretty close. Yeah. I, I think the coolest thing about this this update is like most of the con so there's the DLC content which you have to buy. I think they've said it's like 30, 40 bucks, something like that. But most of the enhancements that they're making, just like to to the the base gameplay, are all coming for free to the base oh, game. They're fixing is, it. Yeah, oh, I mean, in a sense, uh, they're they're just adding a ton of like car combat, new perk system, uh, just a ton of stuff. I mean, the list goes on, and it was already like aside from being buggy as hell, it was already a, like a really good first-person shooter rpg like i i there was a lot to like about that world the gameplay was solid the you know customization that you had was all solid um so stacking a bunch on top of that and then also the the phantom liberty dlc of it all the the new story beats seem really cool idris alba's uh coming coming in and uh i don't know i'm, I'm excited i don't know when i'm gonna play it because definitely still be playing like uh, Starfield um, around that time, I'm sure, and maybe Baldur's Gate also, and maybe Payday, and maybe World maybe Lies of P and Lies of P. Um, yeah, so so maybe Phantom Liberty is a little on on the backlog uh, in September, but I I'm excited for it for Aaron. You know, that's <laughs> same. I'm yeah, I feel like Cyberpunk's just going to be a backlog game for me forever. I I really kind of want to play like the best version of it. Uh, Aaron's definitely sold me on it, and uh, yeah, just gotta catch this one like on a big bundle sale or something where I can I can just pick it all up for cheap. I'm Wait excited for years. that. I mean, that'd be great to because like I I mean that would be like Witcher three for you and me, Kayla. We played it after it had been out for years at that point and all had the dlc stuff and got it for relatively cheap and got the best version of it and it's now one of i think both of our favorite games so uh can't imagine what it'd be like to jump into cyberpunk uh and maybe not have bugs that'd be great (laughs) hell yeah um so that's uh coming september 26 cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty uh mike uh, uh, a last minute edition cocoon coming to uh xbox series and game pass i don't think it's coming to pc which was wild um it didn't have a, yeah, I don't think so. a windows logo at all but uh september 29th cocoon tell me about it uh this is from the lead designer of limbo and inside he is not at play dead anymore which i kind of find out found out recently it was sad uh, but this is what he's been working on, and it is not just like a left to right puzzle platformer. It is more of a 3D thing. Uh, it's 
it seems like you're playing as like a bug creature and you are going within micro universe. Like you kind of just like jump into a new universe, kind of rift apart ratchet and clank style in a way like, and uh, just looks really neat. Uh, it had a lot of buzz coming out of uh, summer game fest, I believe. And just, I don't know with that pedigree, I limbo and inside are two of my favorites. And uh, excited to play this. I'm not sure if it's Game Pass or if it's like, you know, 20, 30 bucks or something. I saw Game Pass. Oh, sweet. That's even better. Yeah, I want to check that out day one for sure. Because like I played Planet of Lana recently, which had a lot of style. But man, just in like the gameplay and the puzzle design, not not great. And uh, I want I want both of that because that's what Limbo and Inside was, you know, like this awesome presentation mixed with these really clever, fun puzzles. And uh, I hope Cocoon could be that. Yeah, I could really use a, another, you know, like puzzle platformer kind of game, something smaller uh, <laughs> kind of as a yeah, well, something quicker. Yeah. Somerville was another one, right? Like I played a lot of that. I didn't finish that one. Yeah. I enjoyed that one, but it's I I really like a two to three hour game like right. that. There's they seem like they're all fifty plus hours at this point, and <laughs> yeah, even yeah. if Somerville was like only okay, it was at least it was only like three hours of my time. Yeah, and, uh, totally. Looks really cute, uh, and it, it does come on PC on uh, September oh. 29th. Uh, oh, cool. So, oh, that's cool. It looks like nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Cocoon, uh, September 29th. Looking a lot of fun there. Um, I'll do Gen V next, uh, Season 1, coming to Prime, uh, also on September 29th. This is the... uh, I don't know if it's a prequel or if it's set during the exact same time as the boys it's in the boys universe and it follows the the university where all of the the soups go to kind of um hopefully one day join the uh what are they called the seven i think is is like the 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 crew of soups love the boys really really like uh, uh that show really excited for for you know, whenever season what four it would be come comes out. Um, but this this seems like a nice appetizer for that uh, new new cast, a uh, bunch of you know young up and comers, um, with really insane powers. Like I think the what the boys has done so well is like take existing you know X Men powers or things you see in other comics and stuff and and really make them kind of weird and gross and stuff like one of the characters has vascular manipulation uh which is they can they can extend their veins out of their body and like as like tentacles and it's fucking disgusting but that's the boys man i don't know um what 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 are you guys uh thinking of a gen gen v you're a boys fan right ryan yeah i love the boys really one of the better shows now that are kind of like a mature rating. Uh, Gen V? Yeah, I think that's what it's yeah. called. Not interested. I don't mm. know. Oh, well. I'm not interested. It does not, not do anything for me. Maybe when it comes out and the buzz is big, I'll, I'll give it again. But for now, it just feels like kind of like a, you know, just a, just a cheap cash grab, so to speak. Trying to expand the IP, yeah. Probably. I yeah, bet you yeah. the stars are like, um, what's his name, Anthony Starr, right? Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. Homelander. 
Um, I bet you he might be getting really expensive. <laughs> he's 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 fantastic, and uh, I could I could see him getting a little. The expensive. fast guy was in there. I, I noticed him in the trailer. Yeah, I thought I seen him too. A train. Um, yeah. I th- I think this looks kind of neat. I, it gave me like New Mutants vibes, a, a good version maybe, or like uh, something I even love even more. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three, the Dream Warriors, uh, just kind of a ragtag group of kids with these powers that they don't really know how to use, maybe. And uh, it it felt like know. a cheap My Hero Academia. Oh yeah, like, you're right. Shoot, but like mature, right? So as my vibes from it. Um, well, that's what the boys is. They're, yeah, it is. Like sure. Justice yeah, League, but mature. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's like Amazon's thing now, the two, one-two punch of boys and Invincible. It really uh, is, yeah. Maybe you're just not mature enough, Ryan. You know? hey, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not for it. Maybe I'm not mature for it. And if that Jack Quaid guy is not in this, I would love that. <laughs> I can't already, see that idiot already everywhere. I can't stand him. I hated seeing him in Oppenheimer. 10 out of 10. He was in Scream <laughs> last year. Like, get away. I appreciate him in Scream. Scream. Gosh. Well, at least he won't be in any, any future Screams, you know? Yes. Well, who knows? They don't care. They <laughs> don't care. No big boss. That motherfucker. You're back. Just, yes, we kept his remains in a body bag and then resuscitated them. And uh, he's back. He's back here. <laughs> uh, no, when they don't want to kill someone, they they really don't want to kill someone. So uh, yeah, yeah. But that's uh, Gen V coming uh, to Prime on September 29th and. Speaking of mature films, a uh, a comedy, a mature comedy. Uh, she came to me. Uh, coming to theaters, uh, limited release, uh, September 29th. This was uh, your addition to to the list, Mike. Uh, so speak about it. I don't know. Maybe a Woody Allen vibe. I don't know if I should invoke that name with it, but just that <laughs> kind of adult rom com y thing where uh, Peter Dinklage and Anne Hathaway are a, a couple. And it looks like, you know, things are getting stagnant and things are getting stagnant with work. He's got writer's block. He writes like operas and shit. And he just goes out for a walk one day and stumbles on a uh, Marissa Tomei's tugboat. Uh, and uh, she gives him a little tugboat action on the oh, boat there. And uh, he, he's inspired. He's, he, he, you know, she, she inspires him to write an opera about the tugboat captain. <laughs> that, you know. A prequel to Aunt May for sure. And uh, uh, it just kind of goes from from there. She kind of he it, the play becomes a hit or opera or whatever, and uh, uh, she finds out that she's his muse and and seems to be like really like she's she likes that idea and she wants to continue uh, the relationship in a way. And Anne Hathaway is like a germaphobe. I think she's like a doctor or something. And she's uh, she's, a, she's a psychologist. Uh, like oh right, right. And one of the funny quotes is like she's like real obsessive OCD, and she's like, you know, my patients. I just imagine myself going inside their brains and just scrubbing them. And I was like, well, oh, this this is going to be good. The the marketing though, I, if you look, try to look up trailers for this. Every thumbnail is of Anne Hathaway. It's ah, like, man, we yeah. do not want to use the yeah. game to, uh, <laughs> to market I, this. I was wanted to look it up as you were talking about it, and I just want to read this sentence that it says. Uh, she came to me as a grown-up contemporary comedy laced with romance. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, okay. 
Comedy laced with romance. Yeah, we already talked about the tugboat, you know, <laughs> the old tugboat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the height of romance. <laughs> oh, oh I, I, I think it looks great. I think it, all three of them look super unhinged in their own way. Yeah. Like Marissa yeah. Tomei is like a stalker. You got obviously Anne Hathaway is like a, yeah, like you said, germaphobe kind of therapist dude, with her own problems. And, and Peter Dinklage, like one, one scene in the trailer, uh, Anne Hathaway's got like a, a hand vacuum going and he's using that to like create a beat in his his head he's like oh like a g g flat or something like that it's so good yeah yeah yeah, it's they all just seem like weirdos and in this love triangle so um Uh, i'm for it man and you know i think it kind of plays uh pd's strengths he uh he comes from a theater background i could just really see him getting into the character for what he's doing it looks looks so much fun and uh I'm curious what the Marissa Tomei's character is gonna, you know, oh. the table. Oh man, what a renaissance, right? For for old Tomei. Oh man. Oh, don't don't do that to to Marissa. She was never gone. Dang. She's she's wonderful. Um, and that's September. That's tugboat. It. Tugboat. Come. September 29th, limited <laughs> series. She came to me, theaters limited on September 29th. And yeah, that's, that's September. We have to uh, each pick. Uh, we're forced to by Mike at the end of each of these to pick our favorite uh what we're most hyped about in september um i'm gonna i'm gonna go with poor things myself uh i think that looks really wild um and i think it could be one of those just weird dark horse kind of movies where like maybe emma stone gets gets an oscar nom or something um for it um because she's already done like i really dug her in, in the favorite uh working with uh yargos lanthimos so um you know could could be a, a nice uh repeat there who's next you pick uh well you spoke up mike what's your most excited about in september bottoms bottoms yeah what do you I- think of bottoms gala you you really excited for that one uh, I haven't seen anything for it, but I've heard about it, and I, I want to see it. I'm excited. I just I'm watched s- the full trailer for the first time today, and it made me even more excited than I than I was. It has a really fun trailer. So My uh, friend from work is taking her, her daughter and their friends. They're having like a birthday sleepover and stuff, and the next day she's taking them to Bottoms, and I was like, can I go with? You're right. <laughs> I want to go. I know. I was telling them, I said, it's like uh, the the... The next generation's doing all right, you know. Like I, uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Sasha's Bottoms. like a, a, a generations in between. She, her generation's doing all right. She, all right. <laughs> but those uh, five year olds, we don't know about them. What were the rules? Yeah. I had to pick a just one. What? Yeah. What one thing? Uh, the that you're most one you're most about. excited for. Yeah. I, I mean, I've already raved enough about it, but I'm excited for you guys to play Baldur's Gate. I think yeah. that's what I'm most excited oh. for. You know, I'm already deep, deep in it. Deep I'm in so the game. nervous about it. Yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna be wasting sixty bucks. But yeah, you know, probably for you, <laughs> the games you like. But uh, you know, uh, I think if anything, you'll 
I think you'll enjoy the freedom of it. If anything, you might not like the combat, but I think you'll enjoy the freedom of the game and what you can do. Uh, just you know, expressing who you are. Um, so I'm gonna have to watch a lot of videos and stuff. And like I said, it's gonna be homework at first. Hopefully, I I, I really enjoy it. I'm excited for Baldur's Gate. I'll take Starfield. <laughs> I was like, dang, I was like the only thing I'm super excited for on this list. Super excited. I'll watch a lot of stuff, but. Yeah. Party animals would be my second. Yeah. <laughs> party animals going to be fun. You're uh, here for the party animals talk. Were you, Kayla? I was. Yes, she was. Oh, were you? Oh, okay. I forgot where you jumped in, but uh, yeah. That, Four that... things. Oh, good. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. She did miss Starfield, though, and you said you're you're super psyched for it, right? You, you know, I yeah, I am. Fallout Four High, Skyrim High. All right. Yeah, I know it's not going to be those, and that's okay. I don't know. I'm really, I really like the <laughs> has nothing to do with the gameplay itself, but like the aesthetic around all yeah. their like marketing exactly. and stuff. Oh, I, yeah. I really like their their look that they got going on there. They had a beautiful controller uh, yeah. that I kind of wish I would have uh, pre-ordered and got. Uh, they got like a, the collector's edition comes with this cool watch. They've just, I don't know, they've got it together with, like you said, yeah. just how they're presenting it. Uh, have you seen the wrap, the Series X wrap? I have. Yeah, uh, that's kind of neat. It reminds me of the faceplates, the 360 faceplates for sure. Just makes me have a lot of hopes for like a lot of the interfaces and stuff that that will mm. be there that they'll just be like really aesthetically pleasing. I like space stuff a whole lot. So, uh give me Skyrim yeah. and space. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Starfield is super exciting. Uh so yeah, Bottoms, Baldur's Gate, Starfield <laughs> and uh Poor Things. Uh, wow. right there uh yeah. within what uh yeah. like five days or something we'll get all of them Eight. So, yeah 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 uh, those are all bunched together yeah well mm-hmm. goodness fuck so the rest sweet. of the weird we're we're getting getting all the great stuff early <laughs> then myth force comes around God, myth just constantly catching strays for poor myth force i couldn't even call it by the right name earlier Oh, well, that's September, and that is episode 138 of The Machine of Nonsense. We broke down everything coming to screens in September 2023. Um, We didn't do an email on this one, but we will on the next one. And for us to pick your email, you've got to email us first at machineofnonsense at gmail.com. Dot com. We want to hear from you. We've had some really good emails, and once again, I said it on the last episode, but uh, if you want me to read your name or your email address or your screen name or anything else out, let me know, and I'll, I'll do that. Otherwise, I'm keeping it anonymous. I don't know if people want to, you know, put that information out there, but... Uh, so, so that's the emails. You can uh, send us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash machine of nonsense. We'd love to hear from you there. We also have the Monstars fan group. Love to hear from you there. We're on X and Instagram and Facebook. Um, shoot us a line. Send us a funny DM, something, anything. We'll read it on uh, this podcast. That's it. We are getting out of here, and we're saying Starfield. Man, just thinking about how good October is now. I'm just thinking <laughs> about that. 
Alan Wake. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> to me, Raiden. Uh, it's good. Wow, 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 wow.